Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. America. Today is October the 19th, 2014. Boy, have we got a program for you. I know I've said that a time or two, but tonight is no doubt to change. You know, one of the biggest things that um, people ask when in my office or when I'm doing television or radio is, Doc, why, why can't men keep it in their pants? Why do they cheat? What What's going on with most guys that they just, they can't settle down and be with just one woman. <laughs> well, I'm going to attempt to take a little bit of the mystery out of that conversation tonight. But what I need you to do first is get any preconceived ideas that you have in your head out. More than likely, some of these stereotypical things that you think will be found false. And some of these things that you think will be found to be very true. At the end of the day, not any group, I don't care if we say all men, all women, all dwarfs, all tall people, all black people, all white people, whatever, there is no such thing that everybody in an entire group does exactly the same thing. That's a bunch of bull. Do not believe that. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you, a person that is one way during one season of their life will not remain that way during the next season. So I, I'm proof of it. I'm an ex, okay, garden tool. Okay, I'll just say it. You know, I was a guy that back in the day, you know, when I was uh, not quite as seasoned nor as wise of a man as I am now, <clears throat> my belief system was simply this. I did not believe that any virile, masculine man should have only one woman. I can just hear this. Somebody probably just heard, clicked into the show and heard that and just heard the hell wrong what I just said. So let me repeat it in case you were listening and didn't quite grasp what I just said. When I was younger, that does not mean today, if you missed the beginning of my statement, when I was younger, 
when I was a guy in my 20s, I did not think it was uh, reasonable or even logical for a guy to date one woman. And the reason being was simply this. I was young and immature as hell, and I didn't know any better. I was not at the point that I am in life right now. So the same may be true for many of you. Many of you are not who you were last month, not even last week. So you doggone sure are not the person you were four or five years ago. So what I want to say to you is that people change. Hell, you're changing. As a matter of fact, I would be willing to bet if we go in your closet, you probably cannot fit some of those clothes you had five. Okay, that's a different show, isn't it? Okay, I guess I shouldn't use that as an example. Let's just say that when you know better, you should do better. And when you get a little older, you should be a whole lot wiser. Amen lights, amen pews. With that stated, here's where I want to take tonight's conversation. I'm going to educate you on the physiology as well as the psychology of men and why men do the things that they do. No, he's not crazy. No, well, okay, maybe the dude you're dealing with may be a little off in the head, but I'm going to say most guys are not crazy. A matter of fact, most men are very good people. What is the issue then, Dr. Young? Here's what the issue is. You got to understand where folks are. People, when they are not ready or prepared to do certain things, they are incapable of greater behaviors with a lesser mindset. I'm going to repeat that again. They're not capable of greater behaviors with a lesser mindset. Now, with that statement out the way, that does not just apply to the male gender, does it? Nor does that re apply to uh, nationalities. I hear people say, well, you know, those once you get black, go black, you'll never go back. Or, you know, if he's white, he's going to be a delight. Or, you know, that Latin lover. Let me give you a hint. People, at the end of the day, there is no way we can distinguish humanity by race. That is a concept. Now, do we have a lot of traits in common? Yes. Do we have some behaviors in common? Of course we do, because culture breathes that into us. Society breathes that into us. But this thing about keeping your penis in your pants, um, there's some two sides to that story, probably three or four. I'm going to give you four or five tonight. First story. While on safari in Africa, the doorman comes to me and he says, Dr. Young, would you like to go and go on safari? My response to that doorman is, yeah, I think that sounds like a pretty cool thing to do. Now, mind you, I go out, they got the Range Rover there, and I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, well, this looks like fun. They said, well, you know, we're going to go on the compound, and Dr. Young, you will see lions, and you will see, you know, all these wild animals and tigers and gazelles and what have you. And I'm like thinking, this is really good. I know you. those of you that are sitting down with that box of wine, just stay with me making a point. And, you know, put the join out that you'll get lost in the story. Now, back to the story. We get in the car and we start riding and I'm looking at the wilderness and I'm looking at the grasslands and the water and, 
just a beautiful sight taking place, right? And all of a sudden, I see this gazelle that's over there just sipping at the water, kind of like a crackhead, looking up, looking down, looking up, looking down, looking up. Well, if you don't have a crackhead in your neighborhood, just go to the nearest community near you. You will find one doing similar behavior. But the point I'm making is this. This thing was looking up, looking down, drinking up, down, up, down. All of a sudden, a crocodile about the size of a small SUV pops out the water, grabs that rascal by the leg, and again starts trying to get him a drumstick before the sun sets. While that's happening, I notice the grasslands moving, and I see this pride of lions, and they're just stalking and stalking. And when right when that crocodile got ready to pull that rascal in the water and and put some mayonnaise on it, okay, maybe he didn't have mayonnaise and okay, or some light bread either. But bottom line is the crocodile was getting ready to have him a sandwich. And the lion said, hell to the gnaw. They ran over there, grabbed that thing, and started pulling it away. Crocodile goes away with a leg. The lions pull that back. I know this is one graphic, nasty story, but I'm making a point. That crocodile did not sit and go, I'm going to eat his behind up. Well, maybe he did. Who knows? Those lions didn't go, that damn crocodile just tried to take my sandwich Okay, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Point I'm making is this. Primal instinct kicked in. And when that primal instinct kicked in, meaning the amygdala and the limbic system, you've heard me talk about those parts of your brain, parts of your brain that just operate on instinct. You don't think, you don't program. It just is what it is. Kicks in. Dr. Young, why in the hell are you telling us this Tarzan S story? Real simple. That's how men's minds can work till they function at a higher level. I'm going to repeat it again. That's right. That's how men's minds can work until they function at a higher level. Well, what do I mean by that? Glad you asked. What I am saying to you right now, America, to my friends up in Canada and in Africa that are listening to me going, I see this all the time. It's in my heart. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, if my friends in Africa, please don't write me a letter. I'll, that was my attempted humor. But the truth of it is there's nothing funny when the man that you're dating hasn't mastered higher thinking. What I mean by higher thinking is when he is just operating on it and impulse. And ladies, don't get crazy because some of y'all do the exact same thing. Right now, if you see a man and you're in the park and you're just running, you know, you're running like a white woman out there jogging, whatever, with your hand and a ponytail. Yeah, white chicks do that. Sisters do too. But you're out here and you're just jogging and you're smiling and waving at folks. And you see a man with a little cute dog, he or a baby, what do you do? You automatically look at him and say, oh, look at that. He And he's with the baby. He's with the puppy. Your instincts just kick in because what one of the qualities you're looking for in a man is the fact that he's compassionate. It is primal. It is instinctive. You don't even have to think. I could ask every woman, there are over a million of you listening to this program right now, and I could ask any woman, do you like compassionate, empathetic, caring men? If you say, 
say, no, you a lie. You know doggone well you like men like that. And then I'll make it even worse. If I say, do you like wealthy, compassionate, empathetic, caring men, you'll be like, oh, hell to the yeah. But if I say, let's make him fine, let's make sure he's got a little, you know, a package on him, you know what I mean, ladies, and let's say he's got a few muscles, he's been eating his can of spinach, he sweats at the gym, the man is cut like Adonis, you know, he could be Idris Elba or whoever your little Brad Pitt, whatever, whoever turns you on. And you look at this man, and he's compassionate, and he's caring, and he's rich, and he's handsome, all of a sudden, I don't care if you don't wear nothing but white drawers that come up to your navel and cover your your abs, you are going to have your primal instinct kick in. Because as a mammal, we are wired to further our genetic pool. We are wired. We're hardwired. Now, why am I saying that? Because nurture versus nature Nurture meaning, what is it that you did or did not get growing up? And, and you know, when you're nurtured right, you are a little bit more balanced. doesn't mean you necessarily are because your parents could have spoiled you and made you think you're entitled to people and things and what have you. And then the flip side of it is just nature. So just like that lion was like, mm, he's about to eat my savage, and they ran over there and got that animal and took him from him. You know, you know, have somebody punk you for your lunch. Well, here's the way that some men think. Some men are simply hardwired, and they have not gotten to a point where they reason, where they think, where they do anything more than react. You know, I love looking, I was looking at Love and Hip Hop, and there's this little dude on, I cannot think of his name, I know some of y'all uh, will know it, but a little light-skinned kid taps all up his neck, you know, and he tells this crazy girl, look, boo, I got, I'm a bachelor, I'm doing my thing, I'm not trying to be with no one woman. I'm going to applaud this dude, okay, because hell, that's, that used to be me. But the truth of it is, he was being very honest and very true. So what that means is, is he functioning at a higher level? Yes and no. No, meaning he cannot control his impulsive urges. Uh, for those of you that took one semester of psychology or two in college, his id, I-D, in case you want to Google that le- later, his id is now battling with his ego where the ego is saying, don't hurt nobody. And the id is saying, go and try to get all you can from whoever you can. Now, here's what I mean. There are some men, yes, I'm going to say this aloud, that have about as much sense as a broken wagon wheel. And what I mean by that is they just can't help it. They cannot help it. They, they're not mature. They damn sure aren't thinking about anybody's doggone feelings. All they're thinking about is, and, and I'm going to tell you, ladies, and, and you're, you can have your man listen to this show. If he gets quiet, he's going to be like, damn, Dr. Young giving up all the damn secrets. But I'm just going to tell you the secrets tonight because that's why you have tuned in. First thing, why do men really have an inability to not chase the cat. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to give you something. You know, men like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tiger Woods, uh, Jesse James, uh, Jonathan Edwards, 
all these guys, what is their issue? Their issue is a real simple thing. They can't help it because that's what they do. They cannot stop being that over-aggressive, that achiever. They can't do it. It is just they're hardwired that way. We wonder, okay, what is with this dude that, you know, when we look up, we see him and this light, this light that he's he's almost like a lesser being. I mean, is it, what's wrong? Why can't he keep it in his pants? Well, reasons get really simple. Some of us, we haven't matured. We have not gotten to a place in our lives where we choose. Now, are you listening to the words that I'm using? Where we're capable of choosing what we do and how we respond to things. And in many ways, I have seen so many men get in relationships that they are not even ready to get in. And now, what, what do I mean by this? Let me get this real simple for you. Some brothers, and when I say brothers, I'm talking about white, black, Asian, so, you know, black women. Don't be like, "Uh uh-huh, I knew it. I knew Tyrone. No, you don't know nothing. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what this is, like my girl says on the commercial. But the truth be told, when we look at why do some brothers do what they do, why is it that good men, why, why can't they be loyal? Why um, Why do they lie? What is going on with them that every time you look up, they have this n- need to go and get in somebody's panties other than yours? Well, let, let's go back to the first thing, and that's that primal thing I mentioned earlier. When men are operating at, at a primal level, Meaning that all that's driving them is just responses. They see a woman, she ain't got on no drawers, she doesn't have on a bra, uh, nipples are showing. What, what is it that's going on? Well, I'm going to tell you what's going on. Some men, not, and this is not all men, but some men have an issue with handling temptation. Now, is that an excuse? Hell no, that ain't no excuse. As a matter of fact, it kind of sucks. But let's just be truthful about this, and let's look at this thing beyond the surface level, which many of you do. You you will look at these things, and you think, okay, if this guy is all of that, what is it about him that would put the numbers around, I think, 40% of men? And they have everything to lose now. They they have a job. They have a career, reputation. Why is it 40%? You notice I did not say 60. 40% of men, why do they engage in these activities? And, and being honest, you remember when they had the Kinsey sex study in 1950, they said 50% of men. So the numbers really haven't changed that much. But But here's the thing. Back in the day, you know, when Wilma and Fred were hanging out, you know, caveman, men wanted to sow their seeds. They wanted to get out and make sure that they could produce offspring. Well, that's, we're not in a damn cave anymore. 
that actually made things worse. Why? Look at television. Do you see when? And here's the best thing. Look at all the junk that men like to do: drink beer, drive fast cars, football games. When you see women and media, how are they portrayed? So all day long, we're looking at this woman with these firm boobs, with this nice butt, with these nice legs. Hell, her damn elbows even look up. When they put some grease on her elbows and knees, she ain't ashy. Oh, speaking of ashy, why in the hell some of y'all, I saw one. Okay, I, I'm just, I got to say it. My producer is like, God, she, this woman is over here laughing her butt off. But I got to say it. I saw a woman in the store the other day. And when I looked at her feet, it looked like she was trying to stop Fred Flintstone's car. Child, put some lotion or at least some bacon grease or something on your feet and elbows before you go out. Okay, I I had to say it. I'm sorry. Back to the program. Now, a lot of reasons. You ask yourself, why do guys have a good wife at home, a good woman, and cheat? I'm going to tell you why. Amen. The first excuse that a lot of them would say, and I'm telling you, these are like the top nine excuses I got when I interviewed men and did some research. First one is they say that my my old lady has let herself go. So you newlyweds out there, you women that, you know, you're still kind of sexy. You got your boy. You finally didn't got him to say I do, did, I will, won't, whatever. The guys say, she got lazy, she gained weight, or she just doesn't take care of herself. Now, I'm, I'm going to – I got to say something, fellas. You can't expect your woman to look good, and you running around here looking like you're about three or four months pregnant. I'm just saying. And and then here's the thing. The the man, the men have saying that uh, the woman just gets on his nerves. You know, it's it's almost like – and this is true, ladies – if you're not, I mean, even Honey Boo Boo, if you notice, she tries to compliment uh, Honey Boo Boo's mama. You know, what's her name? The the woman that looks like she's a, a poster girl for Walmart. But you know what I'm talking about. She's always complimenting that man. And if you notice something, size and beauty have nothing to do with whether a man is loyal to you. So part of this is, yeah, some fellas are saying the woman's let herself go. But when I look at some things, some big girls, some plus-size girls have it going on in the bedroom. But I, I think I figured out why. The number two thing men said is I don't like a woman that gets on my damn nerves. She's like a mosquito in my ear and I can't swat her away. So, you know, you may want to take a lesson from, you know, little plus-size girl with the swerve. Because she sit up there cooking bacon and pork chops, and yes, she cook one, eat one, feed him one. But at the end of the day, keeping dude happy, and I'm going to say this. Oh, by the way, let me tell you now before we go any further, tonight's program is rated PG-13. I posted it. If you have a kid in the room under 13 years old, you need to go tell them to go play with G.I. Joe, Barney. Is Barney still cool? Okay, whoever the hell. But go get your child out the room because I'm going to be talking about some adult stuff tonight. I don't want to get your letter saying, you know, uh, China. I hope your child's name ain't China because you think I'm talking about you. But China came to me going, Mama, what is some head? Anyway, so let's get back to this. Second thing. Third thing, I'm sorry. 
men who cheat say they don't feel understood by the woman. And I'm not going to, and again, fellas, I know you're listening. Out of a million people, I know this isn't all women listening to this program tonight. So I'm going to say this to you. Communicate with the doggone woman better than how you're doing it. But, ladies, this show is for you, so I'm going to keep it going your way. Um, men, most men, when they go places, guys go. I mean, for you brothers that really are freaks and you go into the uh, what I call the uh, fist market with the stripper pole, because that's how it smells in there. But the the gentleman's club, ladies, let me tell you what that little uh, woman that's saying she's 25 is really 32 is telling your husband. She is telling him how wonderful he is and how smart he is that he can fix the car. And for all you know, that fool been over there working on her car. I'm telling you, I'm warning you, I'm telling you, I'm warning you. Uh, she appreciates the fact that he got an approval code on his card for that lap dance, and she tells him, you know, she makes him feel good. Ladies, I'm going to tell you, when you marry a guy, men are nothing but little boys that shave and drive cars. The same way you have to humor a five-year-old boy, you might want to use that strategy on your husband. Now, here's the other thing. Some guys who uh, go and cheat on their wives, they just, it's their inner caveman speaking. It's that stuff on stupid part that's like, you know, they get a thrill out of it. It's like, yeah, man, and, you know, she said the chick was at work, and, uh, you know, we went to lunch, and we just stayed in the parking lot an extra five minutes. Child, if you're so slow, you don't know what that means, call me. You and I really need to talk, okay? But the truth is, this woman is willing to do some stuff that you ain't willing to do. And that's why he cheated. Now, ladies, again, I'm not justifying why men do the stupid stuff they do that ends up hurting your feelings. I'm going to talk about that later. But right now, I'm just telling you what the fellas said, all right? And then some, I even had a couple of guys say that, you know what, I've been with this woman all my life, man. I want something different. And being honest, ladies, again, I have you in my office every week, you know, a bunch of all say exactly the same thing. I've been with him since he was a kid. But see, here's the difference. Women are nostalgic. You guys, well, let me change that. You have good sense. You have enough sense to think, you know what, I've known him all these years. I've had children for him. I love him. I get it. Men do not think like that. And if he does, he's probably wearing your panties when you ain't looking. Because the truth of it is, Men are not the sentimental thing that you are. Unless you have an effeminate man, guys do not think like women. Well, okay, maybe this one brother that I saw wearing these women's uh, shoes and panties at the store the other day. But most men do not think like women. Now, here's the other thing. Um, I know this is just going to break you down. I don't care if you are Jessica Alba. Sophia Vergaro, I don't care who you are, you will never be fine enough for a man not to get accustomed to seeing you naked. Now, I'm just saying, and that's why I tell women, especially young women, that no matter how stunning or how... um, Beautiful, how big your butt is if you just got your boobs done, whatever. Some men act on these desires 
because they are still stuck at a primal level of mental and emotional development. In other words, what I'm telling you is, your crazy but married that immature fool and fell in love with him. And if you would have noticed some simple signs like he's still playing with a damn PlayStation, he goes to the club two and three times a week. He still hangs out with a bunch of dudes. If you got that kind of guy, you have an immature man. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being social. Hell, I'm a kappa. I'm in a fraternity. I've been inducted into 100 black men. I get it. I don't go to that stuff. I can't stand being around a bunch of dudes that long. And most heterosexual men can't handle being around a bunch of guys. So if you have a man that is always still running with the fellas, what's up, Pratt? Uh, you know, every football game they got on a damn jersey. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a sports fanatic. Hell, you could be a woman in love sports. What I am saying is there are signs that your man is not really all that mature. I'm going to give you an example. If he would rather go do something with the guys than with you, he's either sick and tired of you or you aren't taking care of yourself or he doesn't get out much. And and what I'm saying, I'm not saying every blue moon. I'm not saying, you know, a couple of times a month. It's healthy for you to go hang with the girls. It's healthy for him to go hang with the guys. I'm talking about the guy. Every damn week, this fool two or three times a week is out with the fellas. And I'm going to tell you why that's an issue. The reason that that is an issue is because men like to impress other men. Being honest. Half the stuff that your man does, and you know that man is stupid. You know it when you got with him. Come on, you know your boo stupid, don't you, boo? You know, you know he's slow. This fool is trying to impress his friends. That's right. When we get in groups, here's our behavior. If we're in a group of men and there is a fine woman over there, we go from acting like we have a degree from Dartmouth and Howard and Gramlin and Prairie View or wherever you went to school, you know, the little Tommy Tucker daycare. I don't care, but we start acting like boys again because we want the other boys to approve us. So they'd be like, yeah, man, they fine as hell. Yeah, ain't they dog? I mean, that is just what we do, including yours truly. If I'm around a group of men and some woman walks by that's banging, I'm going to look and say something, too. So you know if Dr. D will admit it, you know that clown you got for a mate has to admit it, okay? I'm just saying. The other thing, if your man drinks, smokes weed, or does any other substance, that means that he's kind of like already predisposed to uh, getting a little freaky, so if you have a man that you know abuses drugs, liquor, whatever, I don't care what it is, jelly beans, hell, you know, you'll get a sugar high. You get my drift. That guy is not someone you can trust. Now my producer is looking at me saying, we need to take a break. You need to take a break. Okay, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. Lighten this up. My boy from the uh, – I'm going to play something by a friend because I'm, I'm jocking on the fella so hard. I'm going to play, play something by my one of my best friends. His name is Tony Terry T. If you're listening to this show, I'm going to send you a shout-out. When I'm with you by my dear friend Tony Terry, we're going to play this. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. And when I come back, 
hang on to your chairs because I'm going to tell you how to spot if your man is a dog and if he's not, how to keep him. We'll be right back. Wait until 
amazing. Tony Terry is like really one of my best friends. Every time I hear this dude sing this song, I've been listening to that boy sing that song for like two decades almost. And I, yeah, since I was about two. No, I'm just kidding. But the bottom line is that's how we get enchanted and how we feel. Oh, let me send a shout out. Ronnie, Tony, if you're listening to the show, I love you guys. I love you madly. Uh, but the truth is, why do people do what we do? Well, I'm going to tell you like this. Cheating is about one thing, and that is somebody's inability or unwillingness to reconcile the feeling of love with the decision to love. I'm going to repeat that. Cheating is about one thing. Your inability, his inability, somebody's damn inability, or unwillingness to reconcile the feeling of love with the decision to love. See, feeling love is easy. Because it's basically a big chemical reaction in your brain. That's right, endorphins, serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, all these chemicals are firing off when your little horny butt is petting and kissing and touching and being attracted to someone. As a matter of fact, all of us have felt love for something or someone. Okay, let's just admit some of you love your man that's in your in your drawer next to your bed. No, girl, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a real person. You ought to stop having sex with yourself, have sex with a human. Anyway, but as we get older, our bodies calm down, and these feelings aren't new anymore. We feel it less, but we still feel it a little bit. And here's what's going on, especially those of you that are over 35, 40, 45 years old, bing, 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 bing. If this shoe fits, you wear it, boo. You feel these feelings. Every time you date someone that you ain't slept with yet, and this is especially true for men, and I'm going to tell you why. If your man still has testosterone bubbling in his blood, more than likely, this the, the thing of being this serious committed relationship, this monogamous relationship – those feelings simply aren't enough anymore for a lot of men. And, and, and again, listen to what I'm telling you. This is the man that's not mature enough. So don't, if you got a good man, don't you be sitting over there looking at him. Raymond, I knew your ass. I knew you. I knew it. You don't know anything. Leave him alone. And if your husband's named Raymond, I'm really sorry. I don't. Nobody named Raymond told me anything. But the, what I'm trying to say to you is that there's this thing called midlife adolescence. For you old schoolers, you've heard that called midlife crisis, and it happens to women and to men. Women go and get a little Botox here, a little Botox there, this cut off, this M, get a little implant. You know, it's people buying butts now. I saw, matter of fact, can I, I know my producer's shaking her head, but let me just say this. If you're going to go get a butt implant, tell them to put it in right. That looks real bad when your booty is lopsided. Okay, back to what I was saying. Now, once you men get in these monogamous relationships, they tend to not have any intention on leaving the woman. So here's where women get crazy. Well, if the fool don't want to leave me, why in the hell did he go do what he did? Real simple. They make a decision without understanding the implications that come with that damn stupid decision. As a matter of fact, when somebody cheats, be it male or female, regardless of their excuse, 
It's someone who disregards the implications of that dumbass decision. Because let me tell you something. Or they just don't, they don't really, they're not thinking. They're in the moment. And you could just be, again, I told y'all, don't date people that do drugs and drink because that's somebody that can easily, easily get caught up in a moment. Now, let's be honest. Did I used to drink? Yes. I wasn't never an alcoholic, but I smoked my fair share of weed and I drank and I did all the stuff everybody does. But let me tell you, I don't care how well you think you handle your liquor, you are not handling your liquor all that well. I promise you, two good drinks, unless you're a damn alcoholic, it may take you three at that point, you feeling a little goose, loosey-goosey. you ready to do whatever's happening in the moment. And see, you're not thinking. And when you're not thinking, you do things and you wake up and go, oh, hell, why do I, what did I do? You got hickeys on your neck. And you know if you're real dark and you can still see the hickey, you were really getting into some real weird areas that night. But the bottom line is when you aren't active, and intentionally loving you, how in the hell can you love somebody else? And ladies, that's how you can tell what your man is doing. What What's happening is, at best, that fact that your man cheated on you says one thing. He is immature as hell. Now, I was on, I had a, a, a good friend of mine call me earlier today. And uh, we were talking, and she said, well, can forgive someone a third time. And I was like, girlfriend, hell to the no. I mean, it's one thing if somebody cheats on you once and you go, okay, I get it. Your butt was drinking, you know, okay. And and I'm not saying that's an excuse. It's up to you because if you really can't forgive somebody, don't even try to forgive them because you're just playing yourself for stupid. But if they cheat on you twice and it's years apart, years later, then you say to yourself, okay, this happened twice. I get it. When somebody cheats on you a third time, are you at your damn mind? You have to stop and really realize one of three things has happened right then. One, they they love you. They may even be in love with you, but they don't like you anymore. That's number one. That's a possibility. I didn't say that's the reason. I said that's one of the possibilities. The other possibility is simply this. They're not attracted to you, and you are wearing them white drawers with them ducks or birds or flowers on them. That you, you know, the five pairs of panties in a pack. Who the hell wears that anyway? Please, child, do not wear those kind of. But please, that's not a good look. But but the point I'm making is the man ain't attracted to you no more. You can't even see your own pubic hair when you look down. You look down, see his belly and some boobs pointing, with your nipples pointing straight at the flow. Well, you know, you don't want to really have sex with you. Why should he? I mean, I'm not trying to insult you because I know right now there's some woman that's listening to this show. And, baby, I love you. I am not trying to knock you. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. But I'm just saying, oh, well, you get me? If that, hey, like they say, if you throw a rock into a pack of dogs, the dog that it hits will holler. <laughs> you get it? Okay, got it. So if that rock hits you, take your behind, go get you some work. And don't just think the lap band and the gastric bypass is going to work. You're going to have to change your diet, change your lifestyle. And to be honest, don't do that for no damn man. Do that because you want to be here and enjoy your life, right? All right, next thing. The other reason why a guy would do this is he's just a hoe. There's no other way to put it. Some men are just hoes. You know what I'm saying? 
and some of them are part-time. I remember when I was a part-time. Never mind. I, my producer's going, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Anyway, so maybe this is the time that you have a come-to-Jesus meeting. Once somebody cheats on you three times, that's when first you need to have a meeting with somebody like me so we can figure out what the hell is wrong with you. And then second thing we need to do is how do we make this, avoid this from happening? Let's say right now you got a good man or you think there's a guy on your radar that you actually are digging. You may really like this dude and you're wondering, okay, how can I keep this cat interested where he doesn't stray? I'm glad you asked. Get your pen out. We're going to go there. First thing, ladies. I need to qualify something for you. If you are dating a man, you remember at the beginning of the show, I said if he loves puppies and he loves little kids and old people and he's kind, compassionate, and he's got some muscles and he works out and he's well-known and well-respected, hey, ding, 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 I told you on the show the other week, I did the statistics, here they go again for those of you, oh, good news. All my programs are archived, so you can go listen to that old program from a couple of nights ago or whatever, and you'll you'll get this. But here's the deal. The men, women outnumber men 20 to 1, just period, 20 to 1. It's 20 more of you than one to every one of us, right, period. I don't care where you are on this planet. In some places, the numbers are greater, not less. Did you hear me? In some places, the numbers are far greater. That's why in Japan, they're like, you know how baby girl, we have too many girls. We have boy, you have boy. China, you have boy, no girls. You know, because they're trying to control population, but it's too late, too late, too late. Women outnumber us 20 to 1. Now, I haven't even thrown in the brothers that are tasting their words. You know, I, you know my gay partners, the gay friends out here that, hey, you know who I'm talking to you. Yeah, no offense. You know, you do whatever you want to do. If you want to wear panties in a bra, dude, that's you. Just don't wear them and let me see that because that freaks me out. But the truth of it is, if we throw in the gay dudes, now the number went from 20 to 1 to about 60 to 1. But let's not stop there. There is that guy. You know that guy, the undesirable one, the one that's picking his nose and and looking at his finger after he does it, what the hell is with that? Ain't that nasty? Or the guy that smells like a cigarette stack of, or smells like a blunt, or the one that's unemployed, or the one as dumb as hell, him. Okay, we throw those guys in. The numbers just went up to about 120 to 1 because there's a whole lot of those fools out. Oh, damn, snap. I forgot about the incarcerated brothers. I'm not talking about the one that's in jail because he was falsely accused. Some crap went south. You know, he didn't want to snitch. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about that fool that belongs in the penitentiary, the one that belongs in city and county jail. Yes, him. Yeah, yeah, black, white, Hispanic, whatever. Him. We throw that number in. The number went up to about 200 to 1. So with that said, dear ladies, if that's the case, if you are dating or looking at a guy, and I'm not all that cute. You know, but I am built and I am successful and I look okay. You know, I ain't going to make nobody run. A guy like me or a step better, which ain't that hard to find, you know, I'm six, what am I, six two, 
215 with 46-inch shoulders and a 34-inch waist, a guy like me, I have, and I'm not even the guy. I got, what, 30,000 fans on Facebook in a couple of places. I'm still not all that. But I know if a guy like me has options out the wazoo, and the only reason I don't act on my options is I'm I'm not going to have y'all writing nothing about me in the press. I had one person lie on me, and that was a pain in the ass. But, you know, most guys that are pro athletes, doctors, lawyers, firemen, police officers, men that are visible, men that are in good shape, men that have a credit card that will get an approval code, men that are decent, honest guys, they have so many options that if you – in, in case you've been drinking and smoking and forgot what the hell I was talking about, I was saying, how do you keep him interested? Duh. Okay. That's it. Be a woman that has a life. You know, I didn't say you had to go jump out no damn airplane. By the way, what is with that? Black women don't want to get their hair wet, but y'all's asses are jumping out of airplanes. Okay, that's another show. But anyway, the point of it is, Keep the man intrigued. And I'm not saying you need to be a mystery. No. Don't you be that chick where you a guy calls you and you playing some kind of stupid game like, well, I don't I'm not gonna answer the phone. Answer the damn phone. Don't play games. That ain't gonna help you. Or you women with the ninety day rule. I'm gonna wait ninety days. Well what if he waited ninety days to feed you or take you out? Don't be doing that either. Just be yourself. But keep the man intrigued. Have something to talk about other than what your girlfriend them said or did. Have a damn life that's bigger than your children. Well, I'm taking my daughter to the volleyball game. I'm taking my daughter to the softball. I'm taking my daughter to the basket. Get a life, woman. No man wants a woman. That is because here's what men are doing. They're like thinking, okay, every time I talk to you, you are either talking about what your girlfriend is doing, taking your damn kid to the softball game or to the volleyball game, or you are gossiping or talking about how this man you used to be with did whatever to hurt you. That does not intrigue a man that runs him off. If you do that, stop it, stop it, stop it. Here's the other thing. And again, ladies, I'm not trying to make this show about you kissing a guy's butt. That's not what this is about. I want you to not get played, and I want you to be able to get a good man and keep him. So if you're writing down what I'm telling you, I'm giving you some good stuff. I'm letting you go behind the veil with men. The other thing is everybody likes to talk about themselves, especially men. It's a natural act. Hell, you like to talk about yourself, girl. And I was doing her hair, and I burnt her ear because I don't like her. Anyway, you get, you get me? So find out what to do likes and have some stuff you like too and have a conversation that goes back and forth. Now, I'm going to tell you how this works. If you talk about what he likes and he doesn't listen or want to talk about what you like, run. That selfish bastard is not the person for you. That is not who you need. Get a man that is respectful of your time. Get a man that is as equally as concerned about your interest as he is his. You you dig? And that's a hell of a sign to know that's the keeper, by the way. And another thing, women love to be pampered, don't you? But so do men. So don't be afraid to uh, mother him. I mean, I didn't say mother him or 
but if you record, you know he likes watching some television show. Record the damn show for him. I mean, seriously, you'd be surprised how men are. I told you we're like little boys. So if I come to your house and you said, I know you love watching Wicked Tuna and loving hip hop and Anthony Bourdain, and you recorded that for me, girlfriend, your brownie points just went way up. Or if you know I want to see you in them boy cuts or a thong with one with a wife beat on, your stock just went up. Learn what the man likes. Even in the Bible, it says a wise woman winneth her house. You dig? And that does not mean shooting dice at a casino. Anyway, keep going. So the next thing is guys are naturally independent unless you're dating a sorry man. Now, let me give you this one. Sister, listen, if a man needs your help, and you know he's going to do the right thing with it. Let's say we're talking about he's in business, he needs a couple of thousand dollars, make payroll to take care of some help the dude out if you've got it. I'm not saying, but when you keep always having it, every time you go out, you paying for dinner, that's one sorry-ass man. You need to boot him, okay? That's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Now, the, the thing I want to point out, is that's how you keep a man. Now, let's say you already got it. Let's say that you want don't want him pulling away from you. I'm going to give you some advice. <laughs> when a man becomes distant, sometimes the way you, you ladies want to communicate, you know, like talk his ear off, and, but we need to talk. Never tell a man we need to talk. Just start talking. That's like scratching a chalkboard to a dude. Don't do that. That makes him want to withdraw. But here's some steps that you can take to get your man and keep your man interested in you, okay? Now, all of a sudden, the man has been showering you with attention, making plans to see you, calling you back, and just letting you know, baby, I'm so glad I found you. Then something happens, like out of the blue, he pulls back. Maybe he doesn't mention seeing you this weekend or, you know, he gets off the phone a little earlier than he normally does or maybe he's not being as an affectionate girlfriend. Don't trip. That don't mean nothing. You know, what you're sensing is him being a guy. Heterosexual men act that way. And I know to a woman, it's like, this is confusing. Well, it's like the same thing from men to women. When women start crying, I hate you, I hate you. And then we go, okay, well, bye. And we don't, and then you'd be like, but you didn't call me back. You just told me you hated me. What the hell am I calling you back for? Make up your damn mind. Well, men are the same way. We are confusing, and I get it. But here's the deal. The way that you handle this typically is wrong. Man stops calling, and and I and he doesn't call you for let's say two or three days. Uh, okay, this weekend he's not with you. That does not mean he's out getting him some poutine. That ain't what he's doing. <laughs> and if you call him, well, what's wrong? If there's something wrong, isn't it? Ladies, let me give you another gift from inside the mind of the average guy. Never. Put words in a man's mouth. Men say what they mean, and they mean what they say. So when you start telling a man, you're uncomfortable, aren't you? I know you're uncomfortable. You're upset with me, aren't you? And we're going, no, I'm not upset with you. No, I'm not uncomfortable. And you keep saying that, you are pushing him away. Now, if you want to get rid of his butt, just keep doing that. But if you want to keep him 
Don't do that. Men do not like feeling coerced. I'm going to give you an example. Have you ever been to a department store? No, right? Yeah, okay. Anyway, ladies, when you go in a department store, you know that annoying clerk that comes over and says, can I help you? And it's like they peeping out of clothes racks. Like, you can't even shop because they keep going, okay, can I help you? Hell no, I just told you I don't need no help. You, you didn't ask me, could you help me four times in five minutes? No. I'm looking, and you know doggone well, you actually, if you find what you're looking for, you want to buy it, but you just don't want to be bothered. That's how men feel when you keep saying, well, what's wrong? Are you upset? I mean, we feel like you do when that clerk keeps bugging you. So here's something. It is very natural for men to drift away sometimes, even if he's in love with you, because I'm going to tell you why. Falling in love makes men feel vulnerable. So he'll try to pull back in order not to lose himself. And I'm going to tell you, this is a good thing, because when you get a dude really in love with you ladies, you, y'all have had that dude. Ain't it a pain in the ass? Where you going? Who is that? Who, who you talking to? You, you know what I'm saying? You don't want that. And, as, and I tell people this. I tell guys, when I do couples therapy and relationship counseling and coaching and speak to large groups of people, I tell women, just think of a rubber band. I said rubber band, because if you're still calling a condom a rubber, uh, your name must be Phyllis or something. That's an old name. Phyllis. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> if your name is Phyllis, it's a joke, boo. Don't be mad at me. That is an old name. Phyllis. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm back. Anyway, so what happens is, you know, dudes are like rubber bands. If, when we kind of pull back a little bit, that tension is going to automatically make us come back to you. You don't have to do anything. And when you see this happen, here's what I want you to remember, ladies. It is normal for a man to go in cycles with you where he'll be calling you a lot, then he won't call you a lot. He'll be around you a lot. But get a fool his space because if you give him his space, I guarantee you, you're not going nowhere. If you're that woman, that you always need to have, know where he is and all that, I guarantee you this dude is going to cheat on you even if he didn't want to. And then don't start accusing. And here's the other thing, ladies, never try to make a man jealous. That is the stupidest. Whoever told you to do that, slap them. That is the worst advice on ice. Now, here's the other thing. Make him miss you. And here's what you can do to do that. If you see your man pulling away, just relax. Just relax. Don't do anything. Resist the temptation to ask him what's wrong or to step your efforts up to try to make him notice you. Don't call him. Email him and damn sure don't drop by his house because he probably ain't doing nothing. But those are when a man sees you do that, he you just basically ran him off. And then here's the deal. Here's, you're going, okay, well, Dr. D, how in the hell do I connect with him when I'm feeling neglected or I'm feeling uncertain about our relationship and I want him to know that it bothers me? Well, there is power in your words, but the words you choose, choose them carefully. The trick is to talk to him in a way where you express your feelings without blaming him. Just say, you know what? 
um, I'm feeling, I, I don't feel right when I don't hear from you. It's not a big deal. And I know it's not you're mistreating me. I guess I just like you and I miss talking to you. See, if you say something like that to a guy, not only have you stroked his ego, but you're making him open up his feelings for you. And not making him, but you're providing an opportunity for a dude to be able to say, you know, damn, I guess, you know what, I'm kind of feeling shorty. Damn, that was really cool. Are you sending him a t- I'm going to tell you something. I know that a lot of – there's an app called KeepSafe, so when you send your little freaky picture to dude, you don't have to worry about seeing it on, on the Internet because KeepSafe, uh, how do I know? Because I like looking at my women, and if I'm dating, I want to look at you, baby, and that's the average guy. You can send that picture to that man, and it will automatically delete itself within 30 seconds after he looks at it. So he's got a quick peek. And he'll probably call you and say, hey, I just got this picture. Send me one. Send it. Send me another one. Now, here's the deal, ladies. Never date a man who has less to lose than you do. And, fellas, if you're still listening and ain't pissed at me, don't you date a woman that's broke because that's who's going to talk to the media and try to make 5 or $10 off you or sue you. So I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, leave ratchet folks out your life. But if this is a guy that is successful, handsome, boo, let me tell you something. You are not the only woman that's going to send him a picture like that. So if you really like this dude, step your game up. And the other part of it that, oh, somebody's, we just got my producer saying, someone's asking what is Keepsake. Look it up. It's an app on your phone. Just go to the Play Store on your phone and type in Keepsake, and you can get that app. But send the man a picture of you in your unmentionables or in your birthday suit, something to make him go, oh, damn, okay, snap, what am I doing? And then say, you know, I don't want someone else to look at me. I want you to look at me. And that's your little nice way of saying, if you don't give me the attention I want, I'm out of here. But there's a way to do it, ladies. Don't go like, if you don't give me the attention I want, I'm out of here. Because the average guy, especially if he's a man with options, is going to say, all right, I'll holler. And they don't care. All right? Now, let's go here. My producers are telling me that she wants me to take some phone calls. Our phone lines are lit up, so we're going to clear the queue. Uh, those of you that are on the phone, you can stay that called into the show. I'm gonna, we've got some time. We're going to run the show a little over tonight. Push the one button or call in at 646-478-5610. 646-478-5610. Press the number one, and I'm going to help you know whether you have a cheater or whether you don't, all right? And don't have this fool looking for me. I do have a conceal and carry permit, and I will shoot him. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I actually do. But the point I'm making is if you are in a relationship where you may get hurt, I'm going to warn you because I don't want to see you get hurt. And, fellas, if you're wondering should you be honest, hell, yeah, you should be honest. Stop playing with folks' feelings. So with that said, the queue is open now. Press 1, all right? And I'm going to mention your area code and the last two digits of your phone number and take your call. And please do not mention anybody's full name on here because I don't want you ending up in no hot mess because millions of people know all your business. Now, back to this. The truth about why men cheat. What makes men cheat? Well, I'm going to tell you this. The biggest reason 
for most men from a relationship is emotional dissatisfaction. It's not sex. I mean, being honest, the the statistics said only 8% of men said sexual dissatisfaction was the main factor in their infidelity. And, you know, and people, we listen to the media so much. Media is wrong. I mean, think about it. These people want you to turn to that station, pick up that magazine, listen to the show just for the ratings. But the truth is most men do not have affairs because they are wanting some other woman to do something freaky with them. The reason why most men have affairs is because someone is connecting with them at a at a deeper level, and they're making them feel appreciated. That's number one, okay? The other thing is, do men really feel guilty when they cheat? Well, I'm going to be honest. Most, it says 68% of men that have cheated, most of them never thought they would do it. Isn't that something? And what is happening is a lot of these men, just like you ladies, Women cheat because they feel like the relationship has gone south. Men cheat because they feel like there is no connection, that they're not appreciated, they're not attracted to the woman anymore. So you don't have to be with a jerk for him to cheat on you. And if here's some things that you can do. If you realize, and this is for both men and women, that your relationship is not what it used to be, why in the hell are you going to wait until everything hits the fan before you do something about it? I mean, isn't that kind of dumb? Talk about it in a pleasant way, and uh, and don't talk about it blaming. Sit down with your significant other and say, you know, things aren't the way they used to be between us. What What do you think can make it better? And always offer a man this option. Because this is a good way to keep your man. Say, you know, if I'm crowding you and you need some time, I can, you know, I ain't going nowhere. I'm not going to sleep with somebody else. You know, we we can back up for a minute. And if dude doesn't call you for eight months, well, that means that you just spared yourself from getting cheated on and heartbroken and your relationship was probably kind of fading to black. Now, if you tell him that and you see he's still calling, you can jump up and and start twerking again. Well, some of you do not need to be twerking, and okay, I won't go there. But the you know you can celebrate life when you have the right connection to your mate. The other thing is, if you are dating a dog, ladies, I don't know how many times I'm going to tell you this. You cannot change people; they are not going to change. But uh, once, and, and I'm going to say this, uh, even Ricky Lake. And Ricky was about as as boring as hell, but she was right. Drop that zero and get you a hero. There there are some guys out there. There are guys like me out there that I'm not ready to run down no altar with anybody. But I will tell you, there are guys like me that are decent, honest men that want to date and be around an intelligent woman that is self-secured, self-sufficient, that's a lady that knows when to be a freak and when not to and can hold an intelligent conversation. Because at the end of the day, ladies, just because you like him, that's not going to make him like you. Just because you gave him some, that's not going to make him like you. And moreover, just because you think he's cute, he ain't going to like you. And even if he thinks you are fine as hell, let me tell you something, sisters. You will never be fine enough to make a man loyal to you. Loyalty is a byproduct of awareness. It's a byproduct of maturity. 
And more than anything else, loyalty is a state of mind. People cannot love externally in a way that they do not love internally. What I mean by that is this. Most people, this is male and female, when they sleep with four or five different people and date four or five different folk, the reason that they are doing that is because one person has some money, the other one knows how to put the fellatio down, the other one looks good, the other one doesn't uh, hassle them, they're always there when they call. You can't make, you can't go and date four or five people and come up with one good person. Now, last but not least, before, because we're going to start wrapping in a second. If you are listening to tonight's program via Facebook, I mean Facebook, Blog Talk Radio Online, hit the follow or the subscribe button. I don't know what that is, but it's a it's some button on there where you can hit and you can always follow this show and you'll get notification when it's on. And Because we're always talking about this kind of stuff. This program was created for three reasons. I keep getting interviewed so much uh, in the last couple of years that I just got tired of doing the interviews, and I met with my management, and they were like, Dr. D, you need to just do your own show, because I was doing literally, folks, I'm not kidding you, 30 and 40 interviews a week, and I just couldn't handle it. I was getting worn out. So if uh, we talk about everything on this show from sex to family to how to know if you need to leave somebody to should you stay is this person crazy? We talk about it all. So, you know, definitely check us out. The other thing, if you're on Facebook, I want to thank you guys. This week we hit 26,000 likes on the Facebook page for Dr. D. Ivan Young. Don't you ever say my name like that, but that's how you spell it. D. Yvonne Young on Facebook. So I just want to thank you guys. That's a lot of love, and um, I'm very humbled that you would even take the time to go to the page and hit that like button. And if you haven't done it, please do so. We, I, I definitely want to know that you're out there. Um, now, the last thing, some of you, I guess, were a little shot of call. I'm looking at over 50 people on this phone called in, and the queue uh, from listeners is over a million. So you guys aren't calling, you're listening. I guess somebody's like, I ain't been to tell my business. Somebody be to recognize my voice. You're right. People do recognize your voice. So with that said, this coming week, I've got a special show for you. It's something you don't want to miss. I'm not even going to tell you what it is, but Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, and on 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I think in London we come on at, what, 6 p.m. or something like that. But in Hawaii, <laughs> I'm looking at these things. People are asking me, well, would you say, well, I, do not, I know in the Middle East we come on nine hours from whatever time it is, and the states, you know, give or take two hours. So with that said, I really appreciate you guys staying with us. I hope this helped you tonight because being honest with you, getting cheated on sucks. The reason that I am single now is because I was in a relationship where infidelity, and no, it was not on my part. See, some of y'all always think it's the man that does the cheating. You're dead wrong. I didn't do it. But I loved myself enough to be like, you know what, babe? see you, don't want to be you, and I got out of it. And that's what you need to do. It is easier to glue the scales back on a swimming fish than it is to get over cheating for some people. However, can understand 
And this is something I'm going to say because I know this is a big question. Somebody probably needs answered. How do you know when to stay in a relationship after somebody cheated on you? I'm fixing to answer that. When that person shows you true remorse. Now, Dr. D, what is true remorse? True remorse is when they realize that, you know what, I almost lost my family. I almost lost my wife. I almost lost my husband. I have hurt you. When somebody really can sit down and say to you, now there are some con people out there now. They can bullshit with the best of them. But the truth of it is when someone really hurt you, they hurt more than you hurt. It's true. They, they are hard on themselves. They're punishing themselves. They're constantly uh, trying to prove to you that they're not doing it again. They're saying, look, I'm going here. If you need to call me, call me. There's no more talking on the phone when you're not around, that kind of stuff. And, that, and, and another thing is all your snooping and all you checking his Facebook and LinkedIn page, that is a waste of your time. Stop it. You're making a damn fool out of yourself. Let Leave it alone. If you can't trust the person anymore, just say it. I can't trust you and let it go. And, you know, because as long as you hold on to something that's not good for you, what is good for you ain't coming. But the other part of it, don't throw people away. I've, I'm a firm believer. Always give a person uh, one shot, you know. Now, if you forgive somebody twice, you better than me because I'm not giving you two chances to get screw me around. I give you one, and I'm going to see what you do with it. You screw me around twice, <laughs> yeah, right. But for those of you out there that have forgiven somebody three or more times, y'all need to call me because you need some coaching. You either have a sex addict on your hand or you have somebody that is very emotionally immature or you have a relationship that's over and you and that other person are functional, dysfunctionally codependent, and you just don't know how to say goodbye. But with that said, I do know how to say goodbye. So I want you to know this. Nobody, absolutely no one can love you like you but me. I love you madly, most sincerely. I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Have an awesome night. Bye now.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.